Hello, and welcome to this. Me. Welcome to me. Is my audio working? Anybody? Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's time for Fiasco, and uh, Fiasco is a very fun game where you play a story and things go wrong. And my name is, uh, my name is Lee. I'm reading this right now. It says my name is Laser. Seems fake, but okay. And I've got some really fun friends, and we're going to play a game together, and I'm really excited about it. I didn't plan an introduction because I brought a bunch of funny people here. So I'm going to go ahead and bring them on the screen. Hey, funny people. Get Hi. your Hello. hairs in hey. here. Hey. Did you say gay or hey? Hi. Folks, this is Gush on Fiasco. It's a podcast, but currently we're also streaming. It's a show where we play the game Fiasco with funny people. No pressure. But you're all some of my very favorite funny people. How's everybody doing right now? Okay. Pretty okay. Yeah. Amazing. Let's do quick rounds of introductions. Uh, let's begin with me. My name is Laser. I love playing Fiasco, but I haven't in a long time. I... I'm in Los Angeles, California, and I'm wearing a new shirt that doesn't really fit, but works really well for stream because it fits from like the ribs up. You know what I mean? Okay. Josh, how about you? Uh, I'm Josh Kloss. I use they, them pronouns. I do know what you mean about a shirt fitting just right for stream. I make comics and write at the moment a private mermaid novel. It's so good. Thank you. And I have played Fiasco once before and played other TTRPGs many times. Amazing. All right. Becca McGlynn. Who are you? Hi, I'm Becca McGlynn. She, her pronouns. And uh, I've never played Fiasco before, but I do like to play games and do theater and film make. Well, you look great and I love the painting behind you. Thank you so oh, much thanks. for being here. I'll show it to all the podcast listeners. Thank you so much. Riley. Who are you? I'm Robbie Silverman. My pronouns are she, her, and I am a writer, sometimes comedian, often a TTRPG player, and those things all together in a big soup. I, I love your soup. You have a very flavorful soup, career soup. Yeah. Okay, I have regrets about everything. Oh, Sarah! I, that's, that's my fault. Whoa. I made that happen for you. Sorry. <laughs> Hi. Sarah. Hi. My, my name is Sarah. Um. I just, I'm still caught up on the fact that earlier you said Becca McGlynn's name as though it were a new name to you, mm -hmm. but that's your girlfriend. And I just mm -hmm. want to say that's fucked up. And Becca yeah, is making you feel like, like he doesn't <laughs> like know your name. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, oh, I'm suddenly having connection issues. Uh, <laughs> oh no. I'm Sarah. I... I don't know who I am. I'm, I'm an unemployed law school dropout slash uh, former barista who is lucky enough to know Laser from the LA improv scene pre-COVID. And now I get to do fun stuff with, with him and his friends. And it's great. Well, we're happy to have you. We have a, a question from a viewer that I'm going to answer real quick, uh, which is, is this podcast still going? I've subscribed to the audio podcast, but the feed hasn't updated for years. And the answer is yes. no, uh, it but it's back now. Uh, the problem was that it had to get a lot more trans. And now mm. now that it is, I think it's going to be, I don't know, it's a, very, it's a very intensive podcast to make because episodes are like three hours long and I am a perfectionist. But we'll see what happens by starting 
with this episode. So today we are playing a playset called Folly and Fortune. I wish you had told that listener that the podcast has been going consistently for years and like <laughs> be like, if you're a real fan, you'll find the feed and like make them just go down like a horrible rabbit hole of trying to find episodes. Like there's like make a fake wiki page that describes yeah. a bunch of episodes that never air. Just make up cast members that were on them. Mr. Police, I gave you all the clues. We we could have turned this into a whole like augmented reality game where it's like, (laughs) oh yeah, you have to go out and find like the physical cassette tapes. Yeah, you get to wander around, you get to find random podcast studios that appear near major tourist sites that you have. Yeah, (laughs) challenge Uh, other podcast listeners for podcast nomination. (laughs) Thank you, Adam, for that great question. Okay, so now we're playing a Regency. We did have one person from the British Isles on this podcast, and they had technical issues. So now it's just going to be us. Mm -hmm. So accents, characters, welcome. Um, Who would like to read the score, which is the setting of this podcast? Does anybody want to hop in here? Can I read? The score. In Regency England, one must always observe etiquette as one maneuvers the marriage market during the social season. The fortunate marry for love, but settling for an income or title is a common consolation. Waltz your way toward the aisle or duel away your differences. Just make sure you do it before time runs out. Thank you so much, Sarah. You're so welcome. Uh, Welcome to Regency England. We are going to be building our little relationship board now. How this works is that we basically are going to help each other create relationships. And I'm going to start just to show how this works. So I'm Laser. I'm going to create a relationship for Sarah and Riley. And I would like to make you... Ooh. Okay. So we have rivals for affection, middle class schemer and upper class target, which is sexy, town gossip and new visitor, heiress and rake, siblings, keepers of each other's secrets, rich cousin, poor cousin, fellow officers, perpetually single and the hopeless romantic, which is my band name. Unrequited affection, betrothed and definitely not betrothed, proposal immediately expected, third cousins twice removed, engaged in secret, engaged arranged by parents, and broken engagement. I would like to make Riley and Sarah the town gossip and a new visitor. No, because I'm on the left. Does that make me the town gossip or is it up to us? It will be something that we determine in the next phase of the game. Yeah, once we have all the relationships set, then we can play around and say, oh, it makes sense since this person yeah. is the town gossip. Oh, OK. I get I get that. now. Yeah. OK. It makes sense. Um, yeah. OK. This is why this is why Laser has Riley and me on, because <clears throat> the podcast hasn't been going for a few years. And so, like, people might need a refresher on how it works. Yeah. yeah. Bring someone on that you have to talk to as if we were children <laughs> and then explain it to us. Listen, mm-hmm. little ladies. All right. I'm a wow. little guy also, Wow. Toxic so. masculinity so quickly. <laughs> you start booting in the testosterone suddenly you just laser. Treat your, you treat your girlfriend like she's not really part of the comedy scene that you're part of. And then you also, wow. you know, laser, you know, I'm very tall. <laughs> it's true. Um, I am too, actually. <laughs> And Laser's not like <laughs> Laser's pretty tall. Actually. You're 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 what four eleven? Laser. I'm just a little guy, Josh. I'm being heckled. Please choose a relationship to define. Uh, I will choose the relationship between Laser and Sarah. Excellent. What would you like to choose, my friend? Ooh, ooh. Let's see. Where's a uh, rich cousin, poor cousin? Okay. Yes. I like that. Rich cousin, poor cousin, and that's gonna be us. All right, Becca. 
I think I will define Laser and Josh. <gasps> define us. Define us. I like keepers of each other's secrets. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. Perfect. Real in real life, too. So you're saying whatever secrets you reveal about each other in this game are probably also true in real life? Yeah. I can Josh neither has... confirm nor deny this. We're, we're all just going to be playing ourselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're not uh, allowed to lie about yourself in this game. <laughs> Riley, you can define you and Becca or Josh and Becca. Let me do Josh and Becca because I think it's probably better to me do something that's not me and somebody else. Yeah. Because okay. I already got defined. I think Josh and Becca are siblings. Society, society siblings. Society siblings. I'm just Sarah deciding. Sarah, what is Riley and Becca's relationship? Please. Wait, can you go back to the chart? All right, we've got siblings. They got keepers of each other's. None secrets. of these relationships are romantic. Everybody's being very chill for how rude everybody is. They can be romantic. Becca and Riley. Okay. Hmm. I mean, should I be strategic and, and take into account what I know or just pick the one that sounds most fun to me? I don't know. Betrothed and definitely not betrothed. Ooh, I love that. I don't know what the strategy would be in this game. So that means, is the meta. That means like not as a betrothed and not betrothed to each other. Like one of us is betrothed to somebody and one of us is not well, betrothed to somebody. Is that the idea of that one? In my interpretation, one of you thinks you're betrothed and the other one does not think you are betrothed. Okay. But that's up to y'all how you play it. Yeah. But that yeah, was I in think, my head when uh, I picked it. It seems like a lot of these are really up to interpretation and mm -hmm. i really like that a lot one of okay. us made a deal that we would get married if we were both single by by 19 19 is like before we become spinsters oh, the other yeah. one is actually going to marry a different person and now we're going to oh, have a whole go. all right so now we have uh, friend involved we're going to put some more stuff on this table we have objects locations and needs we want to get real fast I know. I'm so sorry. We need to get at least two needs, at least one object, and at least one location. Every relationship is going to have one of these things in it. And we don't know how it's going to come up. It'll come up probably in a scene. Other people will be able to use it as well as like a thing to add to spice up their plot. And again, like there are going to be things on here that you think you should know what they mean, like to make trouble for Arabella. We don't know who Arabella is. It could be one of us. It's just a little bit of spice, a little bit of flavor the game is giving us. Everything is fine. Could somebody read all these needs for me? To escape ever, ever, ever telling your true feelings. To escape scandal that you caused. To escape taking orders. To escape parental scheming. To tell the truth about your feelings. To get married to Arabella. <laughs> to get married for revenge. To get married above your class. To make trouble for Arabella. To make trouble by exposing a scandal. To get respect by becoming a Headington Goodge. <laughs> to get respect by gaining a title. To learn about their feelings towards you. To learn the art of love. What I learned about Becca there is that in The Walking Dead, Becca would actually read the doors as don't open dead inside. Because Becca reads from top to bottom instead of left to right. I don't understand the reference. It's but fine. It's a thing just for me. Don't worry about it. So, okay. Laser, you said a lot of these terms, you know, we'll make them up as we go along. So feelings, I shouldn't worry about that. I should just... You know, yeah, we'll you don't need to. That'll, we we'll define that as the okay. game plays. We also have objects and locations. 
And if anybody wants to do an object or a location before they do a need, we can do that. But let's start with Sarah. Who would you like to give a need, an object, or a, a location to? On it has to be in the relationship? It'll be, yeah, in between two people, basically. Okay. Yes. I'm going to give Laser and Josh a need. Okay, great. And, like, some of these obviously seem like a need to get married. Maybe one of us has the need to get married, and mm -hmm. the other one is, like, helping them or something it'll we'll figure mm -hmm. it out so like is it kind of like modify the secret it's like like the idea or like modify the relationship so mm -hmm. like if you keep sort of secrets and one of your secrets is the need to get married or something like yeah that. yeah okay yeah i get that now you what keep is... each other's secrets yes should i just pick one or can i give you a head canon for why i'm picking a thing i think just pick one and we'll <laughs> okay so that we have you want to learn about their feelings towards you to learn oh. about their feelings towards you i love it uh, that was Sarah. We'll go to Riley next. Can I see what the objects are just so we can see what the choices between the two are? Yes, we've got a painting inconveniently large, a grand piano gifted by Anonymous, 10000 a year, surprising birth certificate, roads are now closed, a letter sealed with red wax, love, match set of dueling pistols, incorrect flowers, calling card, Duke of Devonshire. Okay, so I'm going to put between Laser and Sarah, uh, yep. the rich cousin, poor cousin, I'm going to put the object of the matching set of dueling pistols. Fuck yes, you are. Oh, I love it. All right, Becca. Let me do. I guess I'll do Sarah and Riley because that's. Uh, let's. Can I see the locations just for the heck for spice? For some spice. Now hold on, I gotta do this. Bottom of Frogmore Pond, <laughs> Headington Googe Man Manor Dining Hall, Arabella's room inside a cramped carriage, London box seats at Lehnots. Nope. You can ask. Sorry, Sarah, I couldn't hear you there. Um, it sounded like you were correcting me, and I'm a man. So, <laughs> secluded nook of Headington Goods Garden, you can know it's fine. East Nor Castle Attic, and Society Paper Front Page. I, I like uh, Inside a Cramped Carriage for you. I love that too. Okay, great. Inside a Cramped Carriage. I was really hoping for Bottom of Pond because I wanted to be a strange woman lying around in a pond giving out sores. <laughs> You, would. you still can. I believe in you, Josh. We need uh, another need, definitely. But I can another need. Another okay, could we see the needs, please? I have a need. Oh, for is it needs. only one of each of these things? As long as we have at least two needs, we can do whatever we want. Okay. Yeah. So between the betrothed and definitely not betrothed, to tell the truth about your feelings. <laughs> mm. Mm -hmm. We have so much truth happening. So between Becca and Riley. No, Ted was right. This is <laughs> 2004 again. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right. Ah, oh, perfect. Josh and Becca, you need to escape the scandal you caused. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you're, you're, I don't know why. I hope it involves a goose. All right. It involves Reese Witherspoon, who came to town, and you both bet that you could corrupt her and that. Is this Big Little Lies? Dangerously is Well, Well, cool intentions, but yeah. We have all of our things. This is so exciting. All right. That's the game, everybody. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. So now, is there anything we need to define before we can come up with our characters? For example, Sarah, you and I need to decide which one of us is rich and which one of us is poor. Okay, so we get to decide that. It's not a full table decision. There are way less rules in this game than I think you think there are. <laughs> Okay. I just didn't know like what the norm was, you know? Oh, okay. okay. Got it. Well, um, matching set of dueling pistols is so amazing for this yeah. relationship. So the question is, 
I could be a poor cousin who has come to town, or I could be the rich cousin who's the annoying gossip. Mm-hmm. Riley, do you have an opinion? Do you want to be a gossip? Because I feel like you want to be a dowager, which feels like a, a gossip. You want to be a gossip, Riley? I could be a gossip. I was I was gonna let I, I was gonna let myself like let go of my original idea because I was wanting like, to play into the collaboration. So I think yeah. I'm happy to be either new to town or the town gossip. But then I would like to be the poor cousin who is new to town, please. Okay, poor cousin is new to town, so I'm going to be a rich cousin. Great. Anything else? Oh, Josh and Becca, do you need a shared last name that you want to come up with while we're all talking to each other? Oh, goodness. Kensington? Perfect. I was going to suggest Kensington. Yeah, it's the natural. (laughs) Yeah. Riley and Becca, do you need to figure out anything about your relationship here? We should probably figure out who's... Yeah. Which one of us is which? Yeah, so you're the you're the town gossip, Riley. I am the town gossip. I feel oof. I mean, either of those things would be really interesting for you. Yeah, I feel like either way is fun. Yeah, I'm like how how into how much do I actually have my thumb on things, and how much am I just like spouting off nonsense? Like, am I? Because like, are you are you like, too involved with other people's lives to really know what's going on with your own? Oh, that could work. I was thinking of more like I've made up this idea that we're betrothed and like because I'm, oh. like, I'm such a busybody. Ooh, but yeah. I think I like you the idea. Like you, I'm, you're I'm, using I like, that. You know what? I think I like the idea that I'm like this dowager and I have like an like I'm an heiress and you think that we're betrothed and I'm like completely oblivious to it and like great. Yeah. Okay, perfect. What's okay, a dowager? Great. It's like an old widow, basically. Okay. Yeah, it's basically essentially like a dowager is like the the wife of a landowner who passed away, and so she like has that inheritance, but like is no longer like um, attached to somebody. Got it. Yeah. A strong, independent like, woman. Yeah, like Maggie Smith's character on on Downton is a dowager, and also the the um, the woman on on Bridgerton who's like always got a cane and is like is the like best a, character. Is it a rude thing to say to your face, or do you like know you're a dowager? No, it's like it's like almost like a it's like it's not quite a title, but it's like your place in society. I see. Okay. Yeah. All right, folks, you need to come up with your character's what? name, and then like I don't know age or where they are in society, and you're going to introduce yourself after this short break all right so i'm persephone ravenwood because i used a fantasy name generator and hit posh names and generated it and that came up and i loved it so much okay tell us about (laughs) persephone ravenwood please well she is well she's lady ravenwood actually and i'm you know i married young and i had a delightful husband but you know unfortunately he passed away at sea and left me behind with all of his material wealth and i i had a brief companion who was a young painter that moved with me for a while and people had a couple of rumors about us but it was never brought to fruition like you never fucked is that what you're saying are you uh, just, i'm dare. i would never speak such things out. okay okay great people cool. tried so you- to claim we had but they never proved it <laughs> love it she sounds great becca okay i am elise kensington i'm Probably significantly younger than Lady Ravenwood. Pretty sure she's gay. You know, Good. trying to work my magic. I'm an old lady. I'm like 34 or 35 years old. When you oh, say work your magic, oh, how literal like are we being? I'm like, I'm uh, yes. Quite illiteral. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry. I think there should be magic. I, I mean, who knows? I'll, I'll probably find something interesting in the scene. Let's find out. <laughs> 
Josh. Uh, Stephanie Kensington, known as Stiffy. I like Stiffy Kensington. Did did something naughty. I think the elder sibling. I'm not sure what the naughty thing is yet. I have some ideas, but also we'll see where it where it lands in the scene. Perfect. I'm so excited for you. Uh, my name is Lord Griffin Dorset, and <laughs> I am. I guess what's a good age? Like twenty. Like really, really established as a man. Um, yeah, when you're sense, twenty, man. that's yeah. You're probably you know everything. everything. Yeah. When you're a man, you're a man all the way. I mean, if it's a Regency era, yeah, twenty is like you are like an established person in society at this point. Right. Oh yeah, and you said you were like really old, like thirty-five. Yeah. Sarah. Uh, my name is Portia Lightshot. I'm nineteen, and. I was raised in the countryside by my mother, trained in all sorts of martial arts, because because I am from a long line of monster slayers, and my father's magical monster slaying pistols were stolen by his brother, an unrighteous false inheritance that I want to reclaim. And I think I come to town. I'm walking afoot, and I think perhaps, perhaps Lady Persephone Ravenwood sees me walking afoot and invites me into her carriage, I was thinking perhaps, but I'm not sure. Dear child, what are you doing wandering the moors like this? I think we should just start this scene of Sarah go for it. I think we were until Amanda tried to talk over us. Uh, Listen, we have to follow the one rule of this game. And, uh, and, And little ladies, you may begin your scene. Go ahead. My dear child, what are you doing wandering the moors on foot like this? There are, there are dangers about. Here, hop on in. I have a ride for you. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, no, I've, um, I've gone to try to, uh, to say hello to my cousin. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen him. Do you know him? Uh, Lord Dorset. Oh, Lord Dorset has a cousin. I did not know this was in the mix. How do uh, I figure he doesn't talk about me and my mother much. Uh, why is that? Oh, just just trifling family drama. You wouldn't be interested. Try me. Well, um, you know how you know how Lord Griffin's father is from the lower classes and married his way into wealth. Oh, trust me, I'm very well aware. My uncle Horatio is a very ambitious man. And let's just say that ambition permanently ended any familial relationship he might have had with my own father. But I seek to, to I seek to repair that relationship with my cousin. I believe that families should be together. Well, I am not a foe of ambition myself, and I'm not a foe of families getting what is due to them. I I'll tell you what, I know there's a soiree happening this evening. Why don't you come as my guest? I have a delightful dress you can wear. Oh, if, if you're sure, uh, your, your highness, your ladyship, that, that does sound wonderful. I've never been to a soiree. Well, it shall be quite an explosive affair, I believe. Oh, let's hope so. Indeed. And scene. Uh, amazing. This is already getting quite sexy, and I'm into it. I'm going to put a positive card because it felt like that went positively for Sarah. 
we may end up using those. I'm not sure. Now, does anybody in particular want to do a scene? Otherwise, we'll keep going around the table, which would mean it's either Riley or me next. Let's go to you next, since I just had a scene. Perfect. I'm sorry, yes. what is the town we're all in again called? I don't know if we've established anything. Dunlun. We have oh, not. okay, we don't have one yet. Dun- Never mind. Dun- Dunlun. <laughs> Dunlun town. Dun dun. <laughs> Dunlun town. London order. <laughs> I think we should just go, to be honest, straight to the party tonight. The swap. Sorry, I'm so sorry. The swap, right? I would like Griffin Dorset. I'm so sorry. Stiffy, she, her pronouns? She, her, let's say 23 years old. It's like I've met stiffies of all different genders, you know? It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. true. So I do love a girl th- stiffy, though. I'm not going to lie. It's a magical thing. I don't understand what anybody's talking about. <laughs> um, I think Lord Griffin Dorset is going to be at the event. I think everybody's at the event, but specifically Lord Griffin Dorset enters and immediately is going to start talking to stiffy. Okay, great. Dun, 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 the party. <laughs> Stiffy. Stiffy, come here. Oh, Lord Dorset, yes. I, well, you don't need to be so formal. We've been friends since we were but mere children. Certainly, Griffin. Uh, what seems to be the, the trouble? You seem upset. I, I know that you read a letter that was not meant for you, Stiffy. It was accidentally delivered to your home, and I, I just want to know if I can trust your your discretion once again. I'm I'm so sorry that it was accidentally delivered your direction. Griffin, I will admit I was surprised to learn what was in that letter, but Yes. We, as you said, have known each other for years now, and if we cannot trust each other, then who can we trust in this town? Listen, it's uh it's nearly as you know, nearly the full moon when I take my, my monthly trip up to the country. As or, we both do, yes. Ever since that time, about yes. a decade ago. And uh, as you no doubt read in the letter, there will be new visitors this time. I just need you to know that it's so important no one else knows. We would both be in considerable trouble, I think, if the news of this incident were to spread to improper ears so you have nothing to fear from my lips excellent i'll talk to my family about in- incorrectly addressing their name their letters it's just that i used to live in your home you know before i was so rich well the the handwriting i will agree was quite atrocious couldn't distinguish between stiffy kensington and lord griffin dorset absolutely i understand the confusion uh do you do you want to perhaps? I know it is inappropriate, and of course a chaperone would be ne- needed. But would you like to go on a hunt together in the country this this month? Oh, I'm you sure. Over, you overhear a snippet. You catch a snippet of conversation. Werewolf. What? Oh, As no. I was saying, any werewolf gang, I will come and meet you. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Wolfgang's here. He's so boring. <laughs> Uh, I must go. I hate it when he comes and tries to talk to me about the ladies of the town. Can't he uh, catch a hint? Come now, Wolfgang. You've been nothing but a, a boar ever since you came in. Oh, wait. He's not the were-boar. That's someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I must I must away. I, do, you, do you need some punch? 
I would love some punch. Is there, um, is one of the other guests here this evening? I didn't read all of the details. Oh, I believe, I believe your sister Elise is back at the, at the balls for the first time. Since, ah. you know, the you thing overhear you a snippet of conversation nearby. Lycanthrope! <laughs> As I was saying, Wolfgang, I've been really liking Thropius's <laughs> plays recently. <laughs> Thropius is such a bore. I really wish he wouldn't put on his plays in this town. All right, I must go. I must go. And scene. I don't know. Negative. Thank you, Josh. It is now your turn. I think during a quiet moment during the soiree, Stiffy and... Elise meet up and discuss recent events. Stiffy! Ah, my my dear sister. <laughs> what it has been it has been so long. How are you doing? I am most well. The moon is still in its first quarter this evening, and it is shining quite a beautiful light upon this. Lovely soiree. How are you? I'm great. You know, I never understood why you were so obsessed with the moon, but, you know, whatever. Thanks for getting me uh, the invite to this uh, swanky, swanky digs. Uh, it's very nice. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. <laughs> Inexplicably cockney. <laughs> it is quite fascinating to me how we grew up in, uh, for, for most of our childhood, the same household, and our voices are so remarkably different, but that is I, simply the way of the world sometimes. I don't know what you mean. I um, mean, I don't know the difference, it, you know. I know that <laughs> you've been, you know, palling around with Lord Dorset and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm hip and cool now, whatever. That's what we say, hip and cool. Is that period appropriate? Great. Certainly, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You, I don't your know. mother your mother steps up from behind and just and just touches you lightly on each shoulder and says, Oh, if it ain't me daughters, in it, <laughs> and then walks off. And then your father walks up and says, "Hello, my children. It's quite lovely to see you." <laughs> Their love is complicated but sincere. Yeah. So, um, I, I was wondering if you could uh, help me out with something. Um, oh. So I see uh, Lady Ravenswood over there. Uh, yes. Um, you know, I, I know that you're you're sort of uh, connected in in multiple ways. Um, you know, I don't know. You're you, you have this weird obsession with the moon. I don't know if it's some sort of. I don't know. It's that... just it's just a beautiful object that we can all enjoy up in the night sky. Right. No, we're not. Nobody's doubting that. I'm just saying, like, you're in all this mystical shit, right? You could say this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. See, I'm wondering, see, uh, Lady Ravenswood, I really, really like her. Okay. And I mean, that's not a surprise to me. Go on. Yeah. So, I mean, I saw her earlier today. Mm -hmm. And she's stepping out of this carriage with this hot young thing. And I'm like, what am I, chopped liver? What's going on? Oh, don't sell yourself short, my dear sister. You're also a hot young thing. I think it is at this moment that Lady Ravenswood and Portia Lightshot do make their entrance to the soiree. 
Okay, I understand what you were saying. You are also <laughs> still, you know, um, but yes, I, I can see where you're Dun, coming da, da, from. The lady Persephone Ravenswood and her hot young accompanying lady <laughs> Portia Lightshot. It is canonical that Portia Lightshot is always. Portia Lightshot is hot as fuck. <laughs> this is this is canon. <laughs> It is written in the source book, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Strange ritual to introduce our guests by their physical attractiveness, but when one is as hot as you are, I guess it happens. Oh, I don't know. I've actually never met anyone outside from my mother and my uh, my siblings. We just train in the countryside. I mean, farm. <laughs> oh, interesting. Your, your cousin is prone to go out in the countryside as well, um, often with, with young women, but sometimes they don't return. It's very strange. Is that, is that so? Yes, it's so. Hmm. He often claims he likes the most dangerous game. I see. I see. I'm starting to think some things about my cousin, Lady Ravenswood. Oh, but I it's too soon. It's too soon to posit. Too uh, soon. Sister, I believe I must uh, gather some more intelligence about this new guest. I will let you know if there's anything that I can do that requires your assistance. Yeah, great. I just, you know, put in a good word or whatever. If you happen to know, like, an enchantress or something that can make me, like, real pretty light, you know, that'd be great. Uh, just sort of whatever you got. I know, you know, it's, uh, it's great. Uh, whatever you can <laughs> swing there would be top-notch, babe. Certainly. And scene. Um, Josh, how do you feel like that went for you? Um, that's a great question. I think the introduction of, I think Stiffy is getting Hunter vibes. So I'm going to yeah. say negative. Great. Perfect. Beckett's now your turn. Oh, goodness. Uh, I think next day uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pay a visit to Lady Ravenswood and uh, just to check in. You see me as as you as you like ride up to the front door. You do see Portia Lightshot, just like doing a suicide sprints in the front yard. <laughs> as you, as you're seated in the salon, you actually hear <laughs> overhear me saying to my servant, "Like, did you tell her I'm not? Oh, she can hear. Oh, oh great!" And then I I come out to where you are. Oh, my dear, my dear Elsie. Were you uh, at the party last night? I don't recall seeing you. Yeah. Well, oh, excuse. Me. Uh, yes, yes, I was. I was at the party last night. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's hard to do. Um, sorry. Uh, no. Yeah. Yes. Yes. My my dear lady, I was. Uh, I was, but I. Um, I didn't. I didn't see you there. Were, were you there? Were you in, in attendance? Uh, yes, I was there sponsoring my new. Uh, I guess my new mentee, I suppose, a young young woman new to town who oh do tell needed to get a foot in. Well, I'm sure you saw it. She made quite a splash as she entered the room. She was declared as a hottie when the the doorman introduced her, Miss a Miss Lightshot. Yeah, it turns out she's actually the cousin of now get this, Lord Dorset. Really? Indeed. Did you know that Lord Dorset had a cousin of the lower class? Uh, oh, lower class cousin. No, uh, I didn't know that. No, that's fine. Um, I mean, yeah. Well, I suppose if she's related to such finery as Dorset, then perhaps she's not as low class as she believes she is. 
Well, you can never really tell how high or low class somebody is, you know, just by just by appearances or or accent or whatever, you know. Um, yes, I suppose that's true. Um, but uh, that's how how did you uh, how did you meet? What what uh, were the circumstances and all that, my dear? I just I. I, I love to know everything about uh, your life and all that. Well, it's rather invasive now, isn't it? But you know the remote area of the moor on the outskirts of town? I'm familiar, yes. I was taking a day trip out there, and I, I happened to stumble across a young woman in need, and I decided to to offer her a favor, as I'm what to do. Ah, I see. That's very, very kind of you. And, and you've you've taken a liking to her, I suppose. This entire conversation is happening uh, over the course of, of a, a beautifully choreographed dance of at least sitting on the couch where Lady Ravenswood is sitting right as she rises and walks to the window. <laughs> and just... Yes. <laughs> I, it's, it's it's delightful. Like, every time she tries to get close to me, I just yeah. find a way to move away from her or switch around. Yes, I was out collecting herbs, and turns out the most beautiful flower was above ground. Um, the oh. butler enters the room and says, uh, Lady Ravenswood, would you like to take your uh, afternoon walk around the beautiful nude paintings surrounding your estate? Are you bringing your young uh, guest with you? Oh, I I wouldn't want to bore Miss Elsie with, with such things. Oh, not at all. Come on. No, it would be a real trouble for you. Let's take a look at the old pornos. Oh, but not? didn't I... I mean, oh, uh, uh, Wordsworth, didn't I have that call <laughs> later that I had to, to do? You reminded me of something you earlier. You hear a... Right? <laughs> uh, from right outside the window. And uh, Portia pops her head up and says, uh, Sorry, and grabs her axe out of the window. Did you say a walk around some paintings? Can I join? Oh, that would be lovely. The more the merrier. The company is always well. Oh, great. So, uh, yeah, more the merrier. Oh, yeah. you're still here. Oh, I... Um, Yes. Uh, yeah. No. I'd I'd love to take a look. Sure. Great. That sounds delightful. I can't can't wait to join. Have you walk with us? Great. So, uh, uh, you're going to introduce me to your new uh, your new friend, lady. Fine. Portia, this is. Elsie Kensington. Uh, Elise Kensington, nice to meet you. Sure. Oh, yes, of course, Lady Kensington. Lady Kensington, I've actually heard so much about you, and I have so many things I'd love to ask you. Oh, sure. Uh, a, uh, a, wonderful, yeah, a wonderful woman of your stature. I, I actually hear that my cousin Griffin Dorset spent quite a bit of his childhood growing up in your home. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we, we didn't um, really uh, interact much. It's more... Uh, it's more my my sister, um, who, who uh, he was he was friends with. Um, I wasn't really allowed. Uh, one one to... second. Oh, Portia runs and just vaults through the window and somersaults on the floor. <laughs> pops up. Uh, mm, so quite sorry. athletic. <laughs> you're, you're very you're very spry. Oh, everyone can do that. Okay. Ah, <laughs> yes, of course. I just. Uh, what was he like as a kid, my cousin? I, it's always been so sad to me that I never got to know him or my uncle Horatio what was he like how often did he leave the country um it was it was probably um 
every couple of weeks, every every couple of weeks, every I don't know, three or four weeks maybe. Yeah, so yeah, like so exactly two, five, four. Yeah, probably every. I mean, you know, uh, every four weeks, I'd say. Once a month, you would say. That that is another way of saying what I said. Yes. Oh my, intriguing indeed. Yeah. Intriguing, indeed. Yes, he does often take friends of his on these hunting trips, and they tend to then take long leaves of their own. Hmm. My yeah. lady, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but uh, we're setting the table for dinner. Uh, which which uh, of these ladies will be staying? Well, of course, <laughs> Portia is, of course, my house guest, so of course she's welcome at the table anytime. Okay. But uh, of course, Miss Kensington has... has Many family matters to get into. I, would, I wouldn't impose upon her mother's table by, by feeding her here. Right. Understood. Yeah, yes, of course. Well, um, uh, Lady Ravenswood, of course, your generosity is ever appreciated, but um, it, Lady Kensington, if you were going to go back to dine at your house, I would surely love to meet your sister. Uh, yes, you're, you're, you're more than welcome. Um, I, th- I think I can uh, keep this up a little while. I mean, nothing, yes. Mm-hmm. Great. Come, come with me. Come. And yes. Scene. I went great. I felt like that went really well for everybody. <laughs> uh, everybody's doing a good job. And I'm not worried about you at all, Elise. I think you're going to be okay. Um, Riley, it's your turn. Okay. I think I want to have a scene with with Lord Griffin, since I think I think I like the idea of it happening that night, since her plans for dinner have now been absconded. Yeah, <laughs> right. the three are all having dinner together, so I think she might go make a, pay a call on, Great. on Lord good. Griffin. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, manly stuff. <laughs> oh, Lord, I, I think maybe there's like a like a tavern or something that. Normally, is not as as chill about women being there, but Lady Persephone, being an aged woman of thirty five, uh, who is yeah. of course a widow herself, is, is given a little yeah. more leeway to to partake in such scandalous perhaps, things. Perhaps, perhaps maybe more of like a social club. Yeah, like a, that's what I was thinking of. It's a tavern, but I think you're on the money. Great club, Bad Wolf. Welcome. <laughs> I think her. I think her late husband owned it, and oh, yeah, uh, nice. yeah. that's why like she's given a little more oh, leeway nice. to have it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Lord Lord Dorset. How- oh, the Lady Persephone Ravenswood. Uh, good morrow to you. Good morrow, sure. <laughs> Speaking of morrow, I hear I hear talk that you're planning another one of your hunting endeavors coming up. Uh, I just can't stand staying in the city for too long. You know me. I'm an itchy guy. <laughs> well. You see that there that. there are two servants uh, scratching scratching all over his body. <laughs> well, mine is not to judge your grooming habits. I just thought it was a it's a shame to be heading out to the country so soon when your kin has arrived. My what? Oh, did you not know? My I I uh, I have no no kin. Oh, interesting. Since my father passed. Oh, I'm but your father had a bachelor. brother named Horatio. My, my, Horatio, yes. He was tragically and coincidentally fell at, in the country. 
oh, what a strange turn of events because you have a cousin who is a certified hottie and she has arrived in town and was was curious to meet you. And I'm surprised that she hasn't made contact with you yet. You saw her last night at the soiree, I assume. Oh, the hottie you were with? Yes, I did. I was I was a little busy avoiding all of the men I don't like to talk to because they're boring. You know how I do. I have, I'm an itchy guy. Oh, I'm I'm quite aware of the practice of avoiding men you don't want to talk to. So a man mm-hmm. a man walks up to you at the this social club now, and mm-hmm. um, this is Wolfgang, oh. <laughs> Lord Dorset. I don't know why you're always ignoring Wolfgang. Me. I One of these care. days, Gossip, okay, I'm going to have a conversation with you. Okay, we know he's boy. not the werebore because a boar, a werebore can turn back from being a boar. <laughs> I know, it was a sick burn. I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> oh, uh, what are you even talking about? What does werebore mean? <laughs> well, it's the rumor about town. I've heard Stiffy mm-hmm. talk about it quite a bit. Well, I don't really interest myself in rumors. I'm, I interest myself in the sauna and hunting. You oh, you like the sauna, actually. Uh, just, yeah. Would you like to know the entire Wolfgang, history of the sauna? The first sauna was built in Sweden. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you over here just wear boar. Oh, God damn it. Not again. And then someone says, the boar's over there. And then they go, oh, that's where the pig is. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> It's on. It's on, Lord Dorset, because I always hear you brag about your skill as a hunter, and yet mm-hmm. I've never heard you showing off your your prizes, your trophies that you get. I never, I never see you bringing in a stag's head to hang on my wall, or or a bear's rug to put on the floor. It's always, it's always very cloak and dagger with you. Why is that? Uh, uh, I'm uh, so far off frame. There we go. Ah, uh, I see. I, trophies aren't. Uh... Really, my thing. Did someone say Tropius? <laughs> yes, that's right. I have a brand oh. new show coming out uh, soon. No one wants to hear your latest monologue, Tropius. Now go oh. along and look. This is not an open mic night. We are trying to enjoy dinner. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear you performing while we're trying to eat. No, actually, you know what? I think we should listen to what Tropius has to say. I mean, uh, uh, I certainly don't know what I'm going to say next. So, uh, well, Tropius, did you bring five friends to pay the admission to come into the, the, the <laughs> social club tonight? What? Uh, of course I did. Trope, yeah, what are the names and where's their money? <laughs> oh, I brought five friends, though you may not ever see us in the same room at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Ten drinks deep. That's Tropius. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I. I'm uh, I'm not a trophies guy, but I am so curious about my cousin. Did she say anything about our family? Just that she was, she had a bloody desire to meet you. Is she unmarried? I didn't ponder that. I didn't. I didn't. Is that why she's in town to get to get on the marriage market? Because an unwed woman i mean that's 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 the the that's the scandal we should be worried about am i right wolfgang get over here start spreading rumors about my i mean my cousin's single you should date her what did you say you said you have a cousin is he hot i would love to date him i mean not as much as i want to date you but anyway back on the topic of this sauna as i was saying the first (laughs) sauna was built in sweden are there any straight people in this entire town we have got to figure this out (laughs) 
No, we're all straight. None of us are having lurid homosexual affairs. None of us. Uh, why would I move to this town if it was filled with straight people? I had that in Munich. <laughs> Wolfgang, we need to speak about subtlety. It feels like you have not learned the art of it yet. It's not my fault I barely speak this language. Yeah. It, it, all I can say is, damn, Dorset, you are fucking hot. Maybe you come over to my place tonight after this and you take out my sauna. It's I a don't speak to you in public, Wolfgang. We've agreed about this. I'm bored by you. Get out of here. Oh, but it seems that you do speak with him in private. Go home and put your... Wait, sorry. No, I oh, don't Oh, we know. speak in private. That's right. Sounds like you have bought home a trophy or two. Well, let's just say that uh, Dorset has been sort of courting me. I wouldn't normally be fun to a uh, kiss and tell, but I'm a little, you know. You know what? And let's focus on this. Yes, I'm having I'm a just saying, Dorset, <laughs> Dorset, you don't have to be ashamed of the fact that you invited me out to your country hunting lodge. I am so honored to get to spend such an erotic weekend with you. You told me you were going to really let out the beast, and I for one want to see him. Well, 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 that's an image I won't get out of my head soon. <laughs> Lady, I'm so sorry that this club has turned so once again, raw masculine power uh, well, all, all over the place. But as uh, my as my late husband of of a paltry week of marriage once said, boys need a place to be boys. And he was so right. God bless his soul. God bless his beautiful, tight soul. Uh, anyway, uh, scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think we're going to do the tilt now, and then we're going to do two rounds in the second half. And what that means is that we're going to introduce another element to the game. And then, oh my God. And then we're just going to do more scenes and hopefully it'll uh, be fun. Our current total right now, by the way, is three negative. I guess that we don't add these. It's, we, it just has been really, it's been going really bad so far. It's been going uh, really great so far. <laughs> it's going great for Wolfgang, going, apparently. <laughs> yeah, Wolfgang's, Wolfgang's definitely not going to die. So our options are... I like the idea that the sauna is just like a, like a, like a smoking room. Like a, sm a room to smoke the meat. <laughs> I, I do believe that they I, I definitely believe that it was invented in Sweden. I don't know. Wolfgang has interesting facts. <laughs> so here are some possible twists for the second half. Either pain followed by confusion, a dangerous these, like... animal gets loose. These okay. are just things that are gonna happen in the second half. The wrong person gets busted, or love rears its ugly head. I'm leaning towards a dangerous animal gets loose. I feel like yeah, that follows along with a lot of what we I set up already. So. That's great. All right. In that case, let's start the second half. We started the first one with Sarah, right? So let's start with Josh this time. Okay. I think that... Should we do the next day after the animal gets loose? Mm -hmm. And meeting with Lord Griffin... At the Kensington house. Great. Oh, also, what have we not established? Oh, we have to learn about their feelings towards you. We haven't done we that do. yet. Yeah. 
We haven't gotten our dueling. Oh, we haven't done basically any of these things. Okay, great. <laughs> we did we're doing inside great. A carriage. We did inside a craft ca- carriage, and we're kind of doing scandals. We did it. Uh, we did establish the matching set of pistols. That was something that Sarah established pretty early on. Yeah. Sarah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've we've set up the pistols. I think we need check well, off. Put the gun on the on the stage. Well, my note is just. Let's move it a little faster. Let's just like get some action yeah, on the table. Let's get going. Okay. Men are so impatient with storytelling. That's true. Listen, if we could just get to it. Um, Have you read The Lord of the Rings? It's like, oh my God, hurry it up. No, wait. The other way around was my joke. It's <laughs> what I meant to make. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, slower. We needed 100 more pages at the Council of Elrond. <laughs> That's how George R. R. Martin actually got to writing. He was like, I want my books to be a little bit more laborious and full of details. All right, Stiffy, where are we? We're, it's the next day. We're at, at my house. No, we're, we're at the Kensington house. estate. My, where I grew up. Where you grew up. Let's party. Lord Griffin, thank you so much for stopping by on this day. Um, How are you? How How was your last evening? Anything unusual? Lord Griffin has branches and twigs in his hair. <laughs> Everything is. So wait, did we? It, am I just back from the country? Where? What happened? I'm, I'm somewhat confused. So, I was, I was thinking you were the animal that got loose. That's oh, what I was, my mind was thinking. I think, I think, uh, yeah, you did not make it to the country. You wake up, Griffin. Uh, Your hair is filled with twigs. You blacked out the last 12 hours. I'm I'm right. thinking that last night wasn't a full moon, and so this is very unusual. Yes, exactly. Ooh, okay. This is fiasco. What? You're talking so loud right now. <laughs> I um do you need some some water? Some Yes, I do. Uh actually, you know what? I don't want to trouble you. Could I just get some port? Yes, of course. Uh, Thank you. I'll have one of my uh, house staff. Oh, one port right up. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm always listening. <laughs> <laughs> Another servant just walks by in the background carrying a completely raw beef that's being taken <laughs> to the kitchen for cooking for later. Stiffy. Stiffy. Yes. I don't remember what happened. I was. What, what was the last thing you remembered? Where were you? I was at that theater production, you know? You know that one boring guy? Oh. <laughs> Wolfgang, or is it someone else? Thropius. Thropius. Ah. Oh, truly the Wolfgang of playwrights. Yes. He he has this new production, and it's... Well, it's... You see, you give them a suggestion, and they do a whole musical. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, I, I somehow, right in the middle of their opening number, I, I just blacked out. And I don't remember anything that happened. I woke up this morning and I was so full and so empty at the same time. Like full in your stomach or? Yeah, yes. Okay. But um, empty in my soul. But empty in the soul. I mean. Like, read it, like after reading a Dan Brown novel. <laughs> full in the stomach, but empty in the soul. I understand. Yes. Yeah. I think the, Go on. the moon yeah. is all wrong, but is something going on? Has somebody created a new moon? It could be that there is some sort of um, personal 
reaction that you have to certain events. I know that when I hear certain concertos, I get a certain itch on my left shoulder. So perhaps that is just something we need to learn to avoid in the future. A servant walks up and scratches your shoulder just because they heard you say itch on your shoulder and oh. they just aren't oh. instinctively known to do Thank it. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I'm leaving for the country immediately. Are you coming with? Uh, no, I wasn't planning on it, but I can't. <laughs> what are you... Oh. I may need to do a few preparations, but yes, I will be traveling out that way shortly. It is getting to that time of the month. I need you to know the truth about my feelings towards you. Oh. And I need to learn your learn about your feelings towards me, Stiffy. Well, Lord Griffin, this is, uh, mm -hmm. I suppose, the best time to say it. Um, I have always been fond of you, but I always thought your affections were elsewhere. That's exactly how I feel. Okay. My affections are elsewhere. I'm so glad that we had this conversation. Yes, I was, you know, I mean, you're, you're a dear friend and I would hate to see anything happen to you, but I don't see us being anything more than that. Okay. I, I just want you to know that if you ever need anything, I'm, I'm here for you. And if you ever spill my secrets, I'll kill you. Yes, I know this. And that's why I'll never spill your secrets. Uh, I have been trying to lay a few uh, red herrings to lead people elsewhere, you know, setting out some uh, no garlic allowed signs, that sort of thing. But I'm not sure how successful it's going to be, especially since I don't know who all saw what happened last night. So I, I also cut, want cut you to, to know briefly cut to yeah. Porsche's walking down the city street. No garlic allowed. But that means... Oh, I'm so confused. Uh, I, Cut to Lady Raven's one going, I'm so glad there's no garlic around here. <laughs> Why it's inconvenient if there was. I... Got to Elise just being like, <laughs> I'm breaking all the rules tonight. Mm, yeah, <laughs> garlic bread. <laughs> I, uh... Also want you to know that I have never told anyone that your sister is Cockney. But Thank you. I can't promise to keep that secret. I think she's been hiding it quite well. I haven't seen any flaws in that defense, but I appreciate your discretion. Here's you're the one thing I need you, you to know. Behind a door. <laughs> you just hear, oh, thanks, mate. Oh, should I not be listening in? Sorry. <laughs> right. I just woke up. Um, Why do we even have walls in this house? I'm They're so, so thin. They're so thin. Sorry. Get out of here, Elise. Okay, sorry, but it's good okay. to see Griff. Bye. Now that she's It's just gone. so ridiculous. Some people are just listening in, isn't it? Before I go, I need you to know this one thing, Stiffy. Yes. I woke up this morning. Got yourself a gun. <laughs> there were twigs in my hair, which is not fashionable, but that's not the worst thing. Yes. There was also a pair of bloody lederhosen in my bed. <laughs> How bloody? So bloody. Like, 
like more than would be like innocently you know how you see innocently bloody later hosen a lot well it's, yes you know there are situations yes so i um, threw them away i threw where? them away in the trash can behind the ravenwood house you know the trash cans we have yes on the okay. way here okay um I don't see why I have to take out the trash. This is this is clearly Butler's work. God damn! Uh, and apparently, there's also trash here. It, it's also here. Yes, apparently, trash is a universal constant. Cut to. I'm gonna make a. Can I make a wild choice? Yes, yes, do it. Okay. Cut to. It's last night. We are outside in the just expansive gardens of the Dorset Estate. Mm-hmm. Lord Dorset. You're in full... Are you a werewolf or a werebore? Can you... I don't know which one you are. I think are. I'm a werewolf. Okay, you're in full fucking werewolf form. And okay. you you have just ripped the lederhosen off of Wolfgang. And and you see, once you've like ripped Wolfgang's clothes off, the dude is actually fucking shredded. And and he is dashing and jumping over bushes, under trees. You're You're nipping at his heels the entire time. And finally... He skids to a stop, turns around, and gives a yodelay. <laughs> and a magical pulse of alpine energy emanates <laughs> from Wolfgang's mouth, and you get stunned. You are, he puts you to sleep. And that's the last we see of the scene, is your eyes closing. Whoa. And scene. And scene. Okay. <laughs> that felt like a me scene. Josh, do you want to do a you scene? I can do a me scene. Um, can we see, see the board, I feel like please? that went poorly for me. Or good. I don't know. I mean, you got I a meal, it. apparently. I'm actually going to say positive. Because, you know what? You have a trusted Wolfgang friend who was doesn't hot. care. Oh, that last one? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think uh, Stiffy is going to visit... Lady Persephone Ravenwood. I love that. Okay. I think uh, I have something, but if you have an idea, I want you to start it off. I also fun. really love that this is like a murder. I have to, I just have to say, this is like a murder supernatural story. And just in classic Regency fashion, all of the scenes are just people calling on each other. <laughs> like yes. we're not doing, there's no action. It's just people having dignified conversations. All the action is happening somewhere else. And yeah, yeah is- of course. Why would you want to show it? We don't have that kind of budget. All right. Go ahead, Stippy. Uh, Lady Ravenswood, thank you for allowing me into your home. Of course, there's no secrets between us. And we are currently in the basement of Lady Ravenswood's home. And there's a whole like altar laid out with like a, like a, a pentagram and candles and stuff like that. And the the unconscious dead body of um, of Wolfgang on the ground and she goes she goes oh my god i have of course directed your my uh, lord dorset's cousin's attention towards his nocturnal activities as a good cover-up for my own and it is going swimmingly uh yes it seems that uh portia is on the trail um i do hmm how do i say this 
Griffin is a dear friend, and I would hate to see anything happen to him. I am looking for someone else to take the fall. What about that half-wit sister of yours? Perhaps we could have her be framed for the murder of Wolfgang. What if we took his bloody lederhosen and just you gave it to her to, to she, get rid of? She is so innocent that I do not know if she wouldn't convince Portia that there's something else afoot unless we set it up correctly. What do you have in mind? Well, the first time someone with certain abilities uh, discovers those abilities, the memories tend to be hazy. I am wondering if my dear sister could accidentally discover some new abilities, whether they are real or not. I like the way that you think, Stiffy. I like a good Stiffy. Oh, thank you, Lady Ravenswood. What, um... I'm not as familiar with this side of the things. What is the end goal of this ritual here? Oh, of course, summoning the old gods. Right, of course, yes. To gain their um, power. Right, 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 right. Okay. And to banish all the garlic. Not because I'm a vampire. I'm not a vampire. I just hate garlic. You prefer a shallot. I know this about you. Indeed. It's just a processing thing. I get like a bit of a stomach thing with it. It's not good for anybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Lady Ravenswood, uh, did you want to take your guest with you on your tour of all of the uh, un <laughs> unspeakable horrors paintings this evening? <laughs> or, <laughs> um, or are you going to skip that today? I know you you have much to do. Oh, I would never miss out on my, my horror painting <laughs> tour. So, Sniffy, would you like to come with me on my tour? Oh, certainly, yes. Um, I am going out to the country with Lord Griffin Dorset uh, later this afternoon, but I believe we can arrange something before that occurs. Do you know if he intends to take any of the men of the town with him? Because I could definitely add to my collection upon their return. He is somewhat rattled. He was not certain at the moment, but I may be able to persuade. Well, not, I guess, the sacrifice of Wolfgang will have to do. That sounds like a plan. And scene. And scene. <laughs> I love it. Where are we now? Uh, Becca. I would like to grab some lunch with uh, Portia Lightshot <laughs> after having walked together and dined together at the Kensington house. We are like weirdly like friendly with each other now. Uh, and we begin the scene like uh, in the middle of a joke, but I don't, you know, I only have to say the punchline. And he was wearing four bats on his head. Four bats. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Elise, you are you are so funny. <laughs> I've never met anyone as funny as you. Uh, growing well, up growing up at the compound, it was just my mom and my three sisters. And 
None of them are really much for jokes. They're really? very serious people. That, um, well, uh, when you when you look as uh, as unfortunate as I do, um, you know you have to have. No, no, stop right there. Things. Hush yourself. I mean, Elise. Yes. You are beautiful. What are you talking about? I just. I get very self-conscious when... Elise, uh, look at me. Look at me, Elise. Look me in the eyes. All right, are you looking all right. me in the eyes? I'm, yes. Yes, I'm looking in your gorgeous, flawless, deep Thank ocean you. Caribbean blue eyes. Elise? Yes? Would you ever say anything so cruel about one of my friends? Where? Um... Would well, you? I mean, to be fair, I, I... Would you come to me and say, Portia, I think your friend is unfortunate-looking? Would you say that to me? I mean, how how unfortunate-looking is this hypothetical friend? I mean... Elise, I need you to shut up right now. Okay, sorry. I don't beautiful. know what you're... You're beautiful. I, I have pinned her against a tree now <laughs> in, in the yard. <laughs> Vi and Caitlin style. You're beautiful. Okay. Beauty is something about a person that has nothing to do with what you think you see in the mirror, but what other people around you see when they look at your heart. And I know, Elise, your heart is beautiful, innocent, and pure. Oh. I literally, no one has ever told that to me before. And at this moment, the ground begins to shake and the sky turns black. And you see like a beam of white light that seems to be going from the Ravenswood estate straight into the sky. Cut to the old God's lounge. <laughs> uh, God damn it. Again? Uh, Are we ever like... going to get to finish this fucking poker game, y'all? No. I'm it's leaving my cards things. here, but if anybody touches them, I swear to God, I'll know. I know what I have, okay? I know what I have, too. I'm looking I at know you. what I have. I think, I think Steve has an ace up his sleeve. Steve, if you're fucking cheating again, I swear to God, dude. I swear to God. It doesn't right. matter. Rick always wins anyway. But that's true. Gosh, I can't say mad at Rick Law. It's no. not my fault that oh. I'm playing online and practicing, okay? Cut back to you. <laughs> what is uh, that? What, what is... Uh, oh, uh, oh, I was so captivated by your beauty, I didn't actually um, uh, notice. Uh, my God. Um... Uh, I have Before a lot of feelings. The shall pierce the sky. It's then when all the people die. Um, For when oh. the body she will burn, it's then the old gods will return. Oh. I thought it was just a nursery rhyme, but it's true. It's is all that, true. Is that is that Theropius? Is that uh, he's so funny? He's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, uh, I actually love Theropius. Cut to Portia as a child with her serious parents, and that's like Portia's in bed, and the mother is like tucking her in, and she's like, and then when the old guy shall return, <laughs> the people shall be burned. <laughs> Good night. And kisses you on the forehead. <laughs> cut to one second later, Portia crying herself to sleep. <laughs> uh back in our scene people are running running away from the ravenswood estate and, and they're like ladies you've got to get out of here at the this big shock wave is extending and as portia looks into elise's eyes her elise's eyes are glowing oh no elise 
yes. Elise, Elise, I need you to look at me. Don't break eye contact. What's, what's happening? Elise, Elise, it's okay. Everything's what's going happening? to be okay. What's... Now, what you need to do is take deep breaths. Elise, All right. deep breaths. Deep yeah. breaths. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, Elise, you might notice some slight changes, okay? Well, but just wh- because your body may change doesn't mean that you have to lose control, Elise, okay? What's happening to me? Okay, don't What's worry. What's happening to me? Oh, don't worry. I, I, I've done this training before as well. Listen, listen, it's okay. It's okay. You're going to grow hairy, and you're going to grow bigger and stronger. Your chest might get broader. Your voice might get lower. It's going to be wholly uncomfortable. It's not anything that you thought would happen to you and not anything you want for your life. But you're still you, Elise. It doesn't mean you're not you. And uh, as she's, as she's uh, giving me this monologue, you see Elise is growing this, this snout, and her, her ears are moving up the side of her head and becoming, and she's getting hairier and hairier. And then a... a, a a twisty curly Q tail appears uh, at the at the bottom of her. <sighs> Elise, Elise, is it still you? Yeah, fuck, that was really weird. Ah, fucking hooves, Jesus! Oh, thank God, I was going to have to shoot you in the temple. Oh Whew. God! Oh what? God, Elise, you didn't tell me you were a werebore. Well. I didn't know. I didn't know uh, that. Elise. What? What? Elise, you did that thing again when you started speaking Cockney, and then you changed it to sound proper. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was positive. I don't know. You turned into a lot more, and she yeah. just wanted to talk about your feelings again. That's beautiful. Um, okay, Riley. Okay, I want to have a scene with Elise. Okay. That's like later that evening. <laughs> okay, right. great. Yeah, so I assume some stuff has happened since then. Your house burned down or was exploded or something. Yeah, my house has been uh, consumed by the old gods. It's part of my sacrifice. The yeah. paintings have all been consumed by the old gods. Yeah. No, no, no not the all the paintings. <laughs> the paintings, the horrors, the butlers, all gone. But. Where where are we meeting? Uh, I think I find you out on the open because I think my home has been consumed by the old gods as part of my sacrifice to gain power from them. All right, great. Oh, Elise, I think you are currently in wearable form. Just so you yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm stuck. God, these these truffles are freaking amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> I walk up to you and <laughs> I go, oh dear. It worked after all these years of trying and 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 chancing and making things happen and sacrifices. It finally worked. What? No, uh, no, La- Lady, I, Lady Raymond. I, I know that. Um, I know that I I look different, but it's me. It's 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 your love. I, it's I put, my hand, I put my hand on her cheek and I go. I know exactly who you are. Oh, I love. Yes. You see, yes, I have a very specific our... fetish, and unfortunately uh, I felt that you never quite lived up to it, but I knew that if I worked hard and found the right incantations, I could make it happen. You, you could have just asked. 
that's not part of the thing for me. So. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> kind of part of it to, to oh, okay. make a ritual and bring him back an old guard and and create. Oh, was, that, was that you? I was. Yeah, I was of course, wondering I'm about that because his... you know you're, it was coming from your house and it looked like your entire house. It's okay. I don't need you to destroyed. think. Destroyed? Are you it's all not right? What your your brain is not what I'm interested in. Oh, uh, yeah. That's what a lot of people said that. Yeah. Um, but you. Oh, you're all right uh, after all that. After oh, all, I'm the, very the lights in the sky. Being, yes, it's very fine. I have lots of abilities. So. Oh right, you're 35. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, to, to me, this is just uh, you're you're just so. I have to make a confession. I um, immediately before the ritual, I was lunching with. Miss Portia Lightshot. And, um, well, she, um, she called me beautiful. <laughs> um, oh, I see. Yeah, that was before the, um, the ritual happened. Um, and she's kind of twiddling her hooves as best she can. <laughs> um, and, um, well, she was talking a lot about inner beauty and, and that sort of thing and it, it doesn't matter what someone looks like on the outside um, although I must say I, I this the boar form is, is sort of an improvement, I like the tusks oh, quite, um, I quite like it um, the but, snout especially <laughs> oh <laughs> you're just tickling my, my nostrils <laughs> so I believe what you're trying to tell me is that after a good couple of decades of allowing Lord Dorset to take the fall for a series of grisly murders that, that I've been covering up my sacrifices with. I finally managed to find the right incantation to turn you into my exact specific fetish. And it's a day too late because you've already fallen in love with the young lady that I happen to randomly have found on the moor. That was an excellent recap, yes. Well, shit. Again. It's happened <laughs> <And> again. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, Sarah. Yeah, simultaneous conversation. Great. And again, is, I want to be, make it clear: these scenes should only ever be conversations, and nothing should happen. <laughs> can I just start with a quick flashback? Yes, please. Um, a short flashback to the end of Elise's and Portia's conversation on on the knoll, which yeah. is there's something I have to get. I'll be back for you. That's it. And she dashes off. Um, this is a conversation between... It's a scene between Portia Lightshot and Lord Griffin Dorset. And where are you, Lord Dorset? Well, I went to the country, but you could probably stop my horse on the would, way. Would you have... When you saw the giant beam of light, because there was enough time for Elise to get over to the Kins, yeah. uh, the, the Ravenswood estate... Yeah. So when you saw the um, beam of light. I saw the beam of light and I probably got on my horse and started riding out of town because I out assume of it's town. my fault. Yeah. Okay. I am running very fast up behind you. So Great. fast. That's I'm fine. I'm catching up to your horse. Great. She's so Griffin! <laughs> Griffin, stop! What? We need what? to talk. Whoa. Immediately smoking a cigar. What's up? Griffin. Griffin. Griffin, are you a werewolf? 
Me? Yes, you. Am I a werewolf? Yes. No, no. Yes? Yes. 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 Okay, yes, you're I'm a worried. werewolf. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. You don't have to play dumb. Look, I'm not going to kill you. I think I finally understand. <sighs> Lady Ravenswood. Yes. I've started to put the signs together. Strange things I noticed when I was a guest at her estate. Pieces of corpses that I'd written off as normal. Mm-hmm. Strange ancient runes carved into the lawn that I assumed were common in this part of town. But now I see the truth. <laughs> Portia. Cut to a shot of Portia walking through the yard and finding like literally a pile of similar corpses and going, seems fine. And then keep going. London, you know? <laughs> uh, uh, also, we, I want to do a quick flashback to two days ago. Uh, Griffin and Portia meeting on the street. Oh, you're my cousin? Oh, I can trust you. Great. Okay. And now cut back to this. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Uh, you think she's... She's a witch or something or some sort mm-hmm. of ancient demonic warlock. I'm not sure. Do you have my dad's guns? I really need those guns. I have them, but you, you know how they work, right? Yes, they can only be work. shot, both of them at the exact same time. Yes, of course. And they don't take bullets. They only fire beams of pure radiant white light. I know. It's kind of my last name. <laughs> and we have to, you have to have two people firing them, holding yes. hands. And we one of them to has to be left-handed, and yes, one of them exactly. has to be right-handed. Yes, of course. And the people firing them both have to experience true love, but that can be of either a romantic or a familial variety. And the right I, shot has to be like really specific on target, but the left shot can just be all over the place and doing. The left shot could be a fuck off shot. <laughs> I, yes, I have them. Of course, I have them with me always. Please, do you trust me? We've been cousins for so long. Well, if we're really cousins, <laughs> tell me. The secret, the secret of my father, Horatio. The secret of your father, Horatio. Do you want you know, to know the truth? Yes. The actual truth. Do you know? I know. I watched it happen when I was just a little girl. Your father, Horatio, had been a light shot, like me. We come from a long line of monster hunters purifiers of the undead, saviors of innocence. But your father Horatio craved more power than a human could ever have. Your father Horatio intentionally got himself bit by a werewolf so that he could gain the powers of the lycanthrope. When my father Magnus confronted him to tell him that this was not the way of the light shot, your father I cut him down then and there my father didn't even make a move to parry he trusted his brother so much I'm only lucky your father didn't see me there hiding in the underbrush he grabbed my father's guns the guns of our grandfather our grandfather's fathers and he ran that's the secret of your father Did you see how he died? 
how he died? Oh, no, I'm sorry. What's the, That's not the secret I thought you meant. I have no oh, idea Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he told me he killed his brother. Yeah, he told me all of that. That was. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know. I have no idea how he died. Oh, okay, cool. I I, I was just curious if you knew that. That's fine. Um, I think it was like an embarrassing bathroom thing. I just was curious <laughs> if you... Because it happened at Thanksgiving. Did, were you there or... That was no, no, no. Your, okay. your family never really invited us. I was just was that very popular my... British holiday, Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> the Thanksgiving I... in London always has the embarrassing bathroom death. Thanks to the old <laughs> gods for giving us this world in which we are living in peace and without interruption. Wait, you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm sort of thinking about those pieces of corpses that I was seeing around Lady Ravenswood Estate that I'd just written off as normal because I don't know. We had that sort of thing at my house growing up, too. Sure. I think one of them, my memory of, of being a child is fuzzy, but one of them, one of them might have looked remarkably like your father. Take this pistol. Do you want the right-handed one or the left-handed one? I'm a little care. bit ambidextrous. I, I don't okay. give a fuck. Okay, I, you take the right-handed one. Okay. Get on my I'm horse and let's very good go. with both hands, actually. Good for you. Uh, no, I don't I don't need your horse. She's Prince of Wales. <laughs> let's go! She's followed by a little fox with two tails. Oh, <laughs> perfect. And see. It picks her up and carries her off. Yeah. Like. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's my turn. Great. I think we should go straight to the wait. The Ravenswood Estate is broken down, right? Where were you two meeting, Persephone and Elise? Just in the woods. I think somewhere. yeah, like the open green somewhere I in think, town. I think yeah. she found me like grazing. Yeah. Okay. You were All looking right. for truffles, clearly. Yeah. yeah. I went to where any truffles would be because yeah. I was looking for All right. my. Well, so wherever you two are right now, uh, Portia and Griffin are approaching with our pistols. And holding hands and approaching through the woods and watching you. I think it's the same. You're just yeah. now ending the conversation of like, yeah. <laughs> if you want the like, now I've finally gotten you to fit my specific needs and you don't love me anymore kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we basically just established that we, we established our need of our feelings for each other, I think. So that's right. At least. <laughs> and I think maybe as the situation escalates, I think Stiffy might appear at a moment if that is OK with Josh. Well, shit. Stop right <laughs> there. Nice. Like you're you're doing a, a roll, and I'm just kind of like following. <laughs> oh, for all sake! This is just a ridiculous <laughs> turn of events. Cut to the old guy's line. Do not take my name in vain. <laughs> Everybody, do that. All right, come back. <laughs> Are you all in or not? I didn't take okay. it in vain. I did a whole series of sacrifices. Oh, fine, whatever. <laughs> I suppose I'm going to have to wait a whole other I'm generation. I'm not getting into this again with you. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Ravenswood, you killed my father. I killed a lot of people's fathers. What's the news about that? I, well, I don't like it. It's not like a thing I did for your benefit. You, Do you know you, how many generations of Ravenswoods that I've had to pretend to be and then pretend to be a husband who got mysteriously dead under different circumstances? So everyone's like, oh, I bet she killed her husband. But it was really just me doing rituals in my basement the entire time over and over again in this town. And finally, I get to what I want. And then you take it away from me because some new hottie shows up. Women. What? I, 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 I actually end up fist mopping you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Of course. Mm. But. 
I mean, should do something. <laughs> I, I've been trying to fire. Are you not firing, Griffin? You're just going I to am, sit there and let I her am, monologue. I just, I just. Why isn't it working? You stopped holding hands because he fist bumped me. Oh no! I'm, no, no, we're I'm back firing, holding hands, just... and it's still not firing. I just. But, but this doesn't make any sense. It, it should work as long as there's true romantic or familial love. And we've been cousins our entire lives, even if we've only talked to each other for a sum total of six minutes. I... Oh, well, that might be where things are a little bit amiss. What? You see... I'm sorry. I've never known a cousin before. I assumed this was pure cousinly love. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It turns out that Griffin and you were not actually cousins. Bam, bam, bam! Uh, Elise also gasps, but it sounds a lot like a snort. <laughs> <laughs> See, Horatio and his brother, who we have not named, and I thought was named Magnus. Horatio earlier as well. Magnus. What? Magnus, yes. Horatio and Magnus were not actually brothers. What? But they, they lived brothers. together their entire lives. I'm sorry, right. what did you just say? Quietly under your breath? <laughs> right, they were two men who enjoyed each other's company and chose to live together their entire lives. And They were gay. Why are you saying it's so weird? They were gay? Yes. Oh. Look, this is still Regency England. I'm sorry for being a little bit subtle about it. Oh, so we're siblings? In a matter, like step-siblings, sort of really. Half-siblings. Well, step actually, siblings. we're more like... Yeah, we're more like step-siblings. They're more like their beards they use to cover up. They're like, I don't even know if they were actually your physical parents or just... Well, I mean, obviously, Griffin, your father was your father, but as far as... Right, my concerned, father was definitely my father. I wouldn't have the mark. She turns around and lets down the back of her shirt, and there is just, like, a birthmark that is a perfect replica of the gun on her back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have that, too. And he takes off his shirt, and it's uh, it it's kind of like a small, embarrassing, really shaped birthmark that kind of looks like a gun. <laughs> then he just a like, burn like someone like yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Griffin, you have what? the mark. Sure, he That's has right. The you have mark. the mark. Okay, sure. Sure. But and if Griffin... I'm and I'm Lady Ravensworth. <laughs> Why not? All right. If Griffin isn't my cousin, and he's not even my sibling. How am I supposed to fire this gun? Well, you need someone who you love to fire the other pistol. Uh, Elise looks up, looks up, sort of hopefully, and then catches herself and be like, "Oh, I'm just playing it cool." Porsche, Porsche does look down at Elise and is like, "Do you know this boy?" <laughs> One second, it's um. <laughs> How dare you! Listen, Elise, I, I really, really like you. It's just that word is something that actually means like a lot to me. And I want the first time that I say it to be sort of, you know, I want it to feel like, like it authentically captures So you're not even going to, you know, she's not even that into you. And you're no, also I'm very into her. We've just had my... one date. We've had one date. It's, well, it's... you had one date. I had decades of rituals happening. But you're but a no, lesbian. Not, because what? how old is she, Lady Ravenswood? She's like, what, 23, like, I believe, something like uh, that? I'm less than 23. You're less than 20. Stiffy is 23, and I've been established as the youngest. So you just imprinted on this infant the moment it was born? I, Hold I, on, I, I hear I hear something. I hear something in, in the woods. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. Stiffy. I figured it all out, and Stiffy enters the clearing holding a gagged and handcuffed behind the back Trophius or Tropius. Yes. <laughs> Let me explain. Great. 
<laughs> last night when Griffin went to see some improvised theatrical productions. Thropius here put forth some sort of a spell. <laughs> That's about all I've got. I was making it up as I was coming over here. Yes. Um, I think. Oh, that indeed. Makes- yes. I've not been doing a ritual for a while about an infant. I just was under Thropius' <laughs> spell. You caught it. Thank you for catching it. I would have been so embarrassed if that had been what people said about me. So I'll just take my leave now. Lady Ravenswood, silence. Oh. <gasps> my brother. Wolfgang and I have been hunting you for centuries. You think, you think I'll let you get away with murdering my brother and with summoning the old gods? No, for we are protectors of this realm. Tropius begins to glow. Wait, do you actually not suck? And the, the ropes and gags that Stiffy has tied melt away as he floats into the sky and four wings burst from his back. Not again. Oh, this realm shall no longer suffer your punishment, demon! And your human form melts away, Lady Ravenswood, but I'd love to know what we see. <laughs> it's also a human form, but it's just like older and kind of like fuglier. Oh no! No, I think it's. I Would think you it's, uh... say that about my friend? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it, I think that I think that it is a human form, but because she's so ancient, I think it's like what she would look like. So it's like a rotted, like it's like a corpse. It's like yeah. it's like all like life has been drained away from it, and now she's it's like, like a... she's like a hundred, but in Regency years, that's like four hundred or something. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. An unmarried, can you believe it? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, she never found herself gross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Spencer, no one ever knew her. <laughs> Sniffy, I have an idea. Yes. Portia, can I take can I use the gun? What? Can I can uh, I oh, use yeah, the- no, no, yeah, for sure. And I uh Griffin hands Stiffy the other gun. Stiffy, you know how we feel pretty good about each other, like as friends? Pretty solid, yeah. Yeah. Let's try. You know, that's not what the two of you say about each other when you're not around. What? Well, you know how I listen to everything. (laughs) And Stiffy, I've heard the way you... Well, I always follow my my liege. (laughs) And Stiffy, why don't you just come clean with Lord Griffin? The things you tell me later tonight as we sip grape juice in the orchard. We have... I I seem to recall being very... uh, admiring of your prowess on well we could talk about it now you're you're damn good at being a werewolf thank you (laughs) i this is very steamy i feel a strong asexual werewolf friendship with you and i would consider that to be love let's shoot this old bat Cut back takes, to takes Horatio Horatio uh, sleeping with Lady Kensington. Ooh. I was going to go there too. I'm glad you went there. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to show that Stiffy has the birthmark on the back of her shoulder. 
but it's like the little bitty one. <laughs> that explains why she has different accent. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah. Let's do it. And we we I pull the trigger. I pull the trigger. Bright light bursts out of the guns. Shearing instant beam. It's not even light. It is a space where pure reality exists unfiltered. And it slices through Lady Ravenswood. Wow. And the the other beam just... Just kind of goes... Cuts into (laughs) poor Pigalese, who... No. uh, Oh, no! (laughs) Has been just, like, not really saying much. (laughs) and sort of, like... It's definitely the left shot that does that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the the wild left (laughs) shot. The wild left shot. Ah! Uh, Elise! Stiffy uh, runs over to tend to the injury. I don't care. I don't, I don't care whether she lives or dies, so I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> but you, you, you guys go ahead. Lady Ravenswood, would you like a death monologue? <laughs> I feel like I mostly put out what I already had in my thoughts. There was the there was the whole thing about centuries of trying to make my perfect love and figuring out the ritual, mm. and then your body is like sort of like evaporating into black <laughs> bubbles as you say this yeah. and then like right when the bubbles like get to her chin she's wait no i thought the perfect and then it goes away. <laughs> elise where did you get shot elise i'm cradling elise's head elise no in the in the old pork shoulder <laughs> Right in the um, pork shoulder. I think at least yeah. turns back into human form. What was this oh, happening? No. Like, yeah, yeah you turn back, back into human form, and we see yeah. that there is just a huge slash of non-being right through the middle of your body, mm. and you too are starting to fizzle away. Uh, is it bad? Trophiest. <laughs> what? Oh, that that'll help. Oh, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anything pierced of a light shot simply ceases to be. The, the only way you could possibly be saved is if one of the guardians of this realm were to willingly sacrifice themselves and give up their immortality to render you a guardian of this realm in their stead. But <laughs> don't know where you're going to find one of those. Isn't that what you are? What? Isn't that what you are? No, you're right. I'm sorry. I... No, that would fine. Be... no, fine, fine. No, you're right. Tropius. You're right. Fine. Tropius, your musical improv prowess is I just ever to... too yes. great for this. Ever story. there was a time to yes and. This is it. <laughs> I just had this wonderful one-man show I was going to put on where it was... I was just going to do covers of well, perhaps Papa I could Roaches. Be of assistance. And <gasps> Wolfgang, my, you see Wolfgang my brother. With a ritual dagger in his chest that is like still hanging out of it and being like, well, you know, I already did my main thing, which was creating the sauna. So I feel like my work on this world is already done. <laughs> my brother, are you sure? No! And then he stabs you with it to give it to you. <laughs> 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 Tropius just bursts like a fucking gusher. As the- <laughs> The goopiest white light you've ever seen surges out of this dagger wound and it coats all over Elise Kensington and starts to soak into her skin. Wow. Okay, where has this Wolfgang been this whole time? Because this Wolfgang knows how to party. This is a cool guy. I have been in this sauna. I've I've been trying to tell you the whole time about how great this sauna is, but you were always just like, oh, Wolfgang is annoying and whatever. You're Wolfgang, creator of the sauna. I thought you were just a creature of legend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry. 
you know what the sauna is. The sauna is the only place where unpure beings can't go. It's the only safe refuge for the good man. <laughs> Everyone is shaped like a cross. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Elise is becoming a being of, of light and the guardian of the realm, right? So she's glowing and, and floating up into the air. What does she say? She says, I... I thank you all for your kindness and your sacrifice and, and uh, Stiffy, um, you've always been like a sister to me, even though I'm not, is it, are we still sisters? I don't, yeah, I, you're yeah, half sisters. I think so. Okay. Cause this, there was a lot I couldn't follow and then I got shot and everything. So um, Whether or not by blood, you are still my sister. Oh, thank you. And, uh, oh, um, Stiffy, before I go, I just lean into Stiffy's ears. Like, uh, don't, don't tell anyone, don't tell anyone mom was Cockney, all right? That'd of course. That'd be a big scandal that we've, you know, I think done a successful job of covering up, even though we didn't, like, address it much, but I think that was right. <laughs> <laughs> if... It's one thing for a werebore to become a guardian of the realm, but a, a cockney person, that truly would be <laughs> I, I unfathomable. The heavens open and choirs of angels sing, welcoming Elise as the new guardian of the realm, explaining that she could come down to the realm anytime, visit and care for all of the people. Lady Ravenswood trapped forever in a prison of, of many hells. Cut to Lady Ravenswood in yeah. hell, and she's surrounded by a bunch of demons who have like boar heads and stuff. Like, oh, well, this is a quite so bad as well. <laughs> oh, gosh. Cut Lord to Grim. Portia yes. Lightshot watching Elise ascending to heaven as a protector of the realm and a being yeah. of pure light. Um, I think I'm ready to say it now. <laughs> I, can't say it now. I love you. I do. I love you. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> well, and I, I just, I, I'm so up in the clouds now. I'm, I'm just, I just turned to one of the angels. Uh, What's she saying? Is she saying something? I can't. It's, it's, it's too windy. Uh, they always do this. They all. It's always right after you've ascended. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Lord goes, Griffin, can you still do the the ball thing? Just, just a question about it. just. just the, just asking for a friend. <laughs> Lord uh, Griffin Dorset grabs Wolfgang's <laughs> hand and runs off into the into the distance. <laughs> I just I snap my fingers uh, and I instantly turn boar and then I clap my hooves and instantly turn back human. <laughs> like, yeah, I think uh, I think the Guardian of the Realm thing is uh, working out for me. Plus, I don't have to do that stupid voice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All the angels become Sarah, cockney, and they as they can. They Sorry, continue I was, to sing. Um, now that Lady Persephone Ravenswood has been uh, banished, Elise has ascended, and Lord Griffin and Wolfgang have run off. It is just an awkward Portia and Stiffy left together. In the city. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are things? Um, <laughs> have you been met yet? We <laughs> never <laughs> actually <laughs> talked. <laughs> <laughs> Four shots. That's the last shot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh incredible. Um, I don't think we need to do epilogues. I think we did it. I think it's perfect. Yeah. I think we um, squeezed them in already. 
I think they're they're in there. That was, I think, perfect. I think, like somebody was saying earlier, that I think was the exact plot of season one of Bridgerton, which you know, it's like kind of a shame to just steal it. But really good stuff, everybody. Thank you so much for any of our listeners or viewers who don't know who everybody is. Let's remind folks. My name is Lord Griffin Dorset, performed eloquently by Laser Sydney, and I. What do I have going on? Oh, I'm at some point soon going to release the first single from my new solo career. So check me out on socials at Laser is Laser and doing cool stuff on Twitch at Laser is Laser. And I'm a groovy dude who knows how to party. All right, Riley. Hey, I was Lady Persephone Ravenswood as performed by Riley Silverman. Uh, I have three Star Wars books that are in the process of coming out. Some of them have already come out. Some of them are, they're supposed to be, so one came out already for sure last month and one is supposed to come out early next month, but people are already getting it. So I have no idea what happens with release dates and books, but you can find them all. If you go to RileySilverman.com slash books, they're all listed there. Right now it's the special edition will come out later, but right now it's just. Yeah, I'm going to re-edit it later and make some changes that nobody likes and put them out again. So that'll be, fantastic and change the special effects up a little bit so yeah are we getting more jar jar or what uh i I can't actually i can't remember jar jar's in the book now i think he is and is he sexy jar jar like how rippling are his abs i mean you already said jar jar i don't know how how well (laughs) no i know but is he is he sexy jar jar like regular jar jar (laughs) (laughs) i'm sarah kaplan as played by portia lightshot Uh, just kidding other way around Sarah's my real name I know I'm Sarah Kaplan you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Sarah the Tran Sarah no H and I also have a YouTube channel called Maidens of the Spear it's also a Twitch channel and we when it's when it's seasonal we talk about the wheel of time and we have a wheelie good time and when it's not seasonal (laughs) um, we do whatever we want and usually our audience dies off massively (laughs) <laughs> but come hang out with us and be nerds and have fun. Perfect. Bex Lex. My name is Lady Elise Kensington, played by normal Cockney Elise Kensington, played by Becca McGlynn. I have a performance of my award-winning solo show, Asexuality, the solo musical at the Hudson Theater on October 21st. Um yeah, I'm sure it will be. And I don't know how to do anything, but I'm at Bex McLex, B-E-X-M-C-G-L-E-X on Instagram. And if you follow me there, it's going to be pretty annoying to hear about all my stuff. But if you want to... It's like, not annoying. It's great. You're perfect. Hey, Becca, nice. would you not talk about our friends like that? Yeah, if Becca, could you please talk about our friends in a positive way? Thank you. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm the greatest human being who's ever lived. And so are the four of you. Perfect. Josh Kloss? It's me. I'm Josh Kloss. I was playing Stiffy Kensington. And you can find me at Josh Kloss some places twitter for example on twitch i'm five iron fanatic i stream ocarina of time randomizers and jrpgs and i'm also self-publishing a novel in five weeks hell yeah about hey is it like a really great novel about mermaids and some of them are lesbians and some of them are asexual and it's like cool and there's like cool magic and stuff in it yeah we got the trans pirate mermaid uh trying to Uh smash the patriarchy and sure fix the balance of reality yeah they call their 
They called her Denial Beard. <laughs> I uh, this is a good joke. <laughs> it is a good joke. The I also do comics, and you can find them various places on the internet. But my Twitter at Josh Claus, I try and give a heads up whenever things are happening. So that's a good place to go. Thank you so much, and hopefully we'll do more fiasco. This was a great time, and yeah. I loved it. And thank, uh, thank you, Laser. Thank you, Laser. Thank you, Laser. Oh, thank you, Laser. <laughs> and thank you so much to all you wonderful people. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Becca. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sexy Jar Jar. Thank you, Riley. Thank you, Mara, even though you had to leave and then apparently couldn't even watch the stream because oh. your internet was so bad. Mm. I'm sure we will have her back. Oh, I need to shout out this playset was called Folly and Fortune. It was written by Jen Martin, who is amazing and has a special, specific... Uh, rule called straight versus queer where it says either sit people boy girl boy girl so that your relationships make sense for the dating market or be gay and do crime and that i think was the option we went with so yeah oh yeah and thank you for the reminder harry ann that i have a podcast called the best idea of all time where i watch and talk about the movie carol every week for a year <laughs> everyone except for josh has been on it and josh we should have you on it um, okay. it's a great podcast if you like watching the movie carol a lot, which apparently I do. Okay, goodbye, everybody. Yeah.